Hey friends, welcome to the Recess Podcast, where we take a break from our daily lives to discuss the worlds of business, psychology, and philosophy. My name is Rohan Harani. And I'm Jacob Swinney. And by joining us on this journey, we hope you'll receive new mental models and theories that you can apply in your life. Hope you enjoy it, and let's get into it. I don't know how Jacob will feel that uh, we are making a pod behind yeah, his back. You're cheating no on idea this you're is cheating happening. That's right your boy with some random mistress you've only met one other time in your life. <laughs> Technically, yeah. We've only met before you went abroad, actually, and we met over Zoom a ton of times to plan like mm-hmm. Illini blockchain meetings, but that's weird to think about, you know? Mm-hmm. You're gone for a while. First impressions matter. First impressions do matter. I, I guess it all worked out. Um, so, what do you want to talk about on this? This is your first ever time wearing wearing headphones yeah never never worn headphones before i feel very official (laughs) it is official right and uh we're officially going to talk about how to talk to anybody how to talk to anybody so what got you interested in this topic yeah well you know sometimes when you're talking to somebody and you know maybe it's a stranger at the bar and you want to talk them up but like maybe you don't have the confidence you don't know what to say right like what what are you going to start with right is it like you need the perfect pickup line or whatever maybe Mm -hmm. I don't know, something I wanted to figure out. Or sometimes you're left with like a friend of a friend and you like kind of know each other and you're like now like (laughs) sitting together and uh, you know, like you should be talking or like you meet somebody at the bar that like now you're talking to and it winds up into this like very awkward forced conversation and you're just like, what's going on? There's like probably a 50% chance that you know, you just end up like trying to find common friends. You're like, oh, you're from like this town. Oh, this I have a friend who's in this town. Oh, oh, and you're just listing off names. Like, what's the point? I want to have good conversations. Exactly. And so I want to figure out how to talk to anyone. This is an amazing topic. Firstly, um, this is Luke Clancy, everyone, content creator, student at the University of Illinois, Web3 genius. Um, you want to give an introduction to yourself? Yeah. Uh, my greatest accomplishment and why I'm verified to talk about this topic is that I was voted the best conversationalist in my business fraternity. <laughs> really? I was. I did not know that actually. It's my proudest accomplishment. Good to know. There's a hundred. I don't have other, co- many other accomplishments. So it's kind of like one of few, but I, fair enough. As suitable for this conversation. Very suitable for this conversation. That's why mm-hmm. we're going to talk about what you're an expert in. Cool. So kick it off. What is your initial thoughts on how to talk to anyone? It's a very broad topic, but we can narrow it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this, there's this mindset I've come up with called the tiny universe mindset. And it was inspired by, right, there's sometimes when you have these very awkward conversations, but then sometimes it could be a stranger, a friend of a friend, same situation. Sometimes you just hit it off. Conversations flowing, you're energetic, you leave the conversation super happy. And so I was like, Trying to reverse engineer, why do the what makes these conversations different from the awkward conversations? And it's this tiny universe mindset, in my opinion. Let me explain. So every person that you meet is basically a tiny, distinct universe that is totally unique from you. Mm-hmm. They have their own set of beliefs, opinions, values, histories, breakups, heartbreaks, wins, losses. This total universe that goes on in their mind out of the whatever 20 years, 40 years that they've lived, that you, by talking to them, now have the opportunity to explore, mm-hmm. right? So, so rather than it, it being like this, like, oh my God, here I go again, like, no, time, how, do I eat, how do I eat up 20 minutes with this person? It's like, no, I have a chance to explore somebody else's entire universe. Mm-hmm. And as a result, grow my universe as well, because you're not going to grow your universe really by thinking by yourself you can grow up by like reading or maybe you go on a beautiful hike and you know you have this big insight 
But the best way to learn and grow your universe or your mind is to talk to other people because they have tons and tons of experience living life um, mm-hmm. and living a life that's different from yours. And so when you approach these conversations, you want to ask, you know, or any conversation with the tiny universe mindset is you want to ask, like, where did they grow up? How did, you know, where they grew up mold them or, you know, what got them into what they're passionate about? Ask them about their beliefs towards subjects that they seem interested in. Right. You want to get a sneak peek into their universe and treat it as an opportunity to explore somebody else's. Yeah. Mind. I mean, so. I think about that all the time, like how all people live in their own dream in their mm-hmm. own minds. Right. And they're in a completely different world than the one that each of us live in. So there's so much to explore there based on their past experiences, the relationships they have with different people on this planet. And it's just cool to explore that. So what's your approach to kind of when you first meet someone and you want to explore their world, even if they seem mm. kind of boring on the outside? How do you how do you really dive in there to extract yeah so so their history I, immediately I'm like I got to tell myself like even though I think this person's boring like they're not boring mm-hmm. um, like just get past that mental hurdle because if you if you are just like always thinking that somebody's boring and trying to like unlock the the not boring part it's gonna be very difficult but if you're like there is this person is already not boring like people anybody is not boring and if you have that mindset it makes it a lot easier so, so it's like fun until proven boring rather yeah. than boring until proven fun yeah and usually like if you're fun until proven boring you won't really prove the boring part yeah um and if you do it's like whatever you guys just like aren't compatible yeah but it's a lot more difficult to like you know go the reverse route and then there's a few there's a few questions that you could ask that like you know get the ball rolling some of the ones that i like are like what do you do when you spend your time Mm -hmm. uh like how do you like to spend your time and one thing that i've noticed that's kind of interesting is when i ask this question it's, it's pretty indicative to how thought out that person is. And that's highly correlated to how much I like talking, yeah. how much I like talking to that person. Cause I like talking to people who are thought out and some people will be like, uh, wait, how, how do I like spending my time? <laughs> like some yeah. people, it's kind of sad. Like some people don't even know how they like to spend their time. Um, or they don't think about it enough to reflect so that they can talk about it in conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. They'll go home later that day and be like, Oh, I didn't mention this to Luke that I spend my time like this. You know, yeah. people don't yeah, that's think good point. about that's good stuff. point. Um, but like even, even backtracking. So like one thing I like to tell people like when they ask for like interview prep and stuff like that, right here, I'll ask this, I'll ask this question to you. Mm-hmm. So going into any interview, <clears throat> what's the first question they always ask? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Wrong. Before that. What's your name? Yes, a little bit after that. They ask, uh, how's it going? Or how are you? Uh, right? Yeah. And what do 99% of people say? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Mm-hmm. And that's your one-way ticket to mediocrity, I feel like. Because that's what everyone says. Yeah. And that's so normal that it doesn't feel like it's actually adding any value to conversation. Right? Yeah. If you and, and obviously, don't like exaggerate this or don't say anything that you're not feeling. But if you respond and said, be like... Oh great! I actually just like got back from a run, feeling Ooh. good. How how are you today? You know, yeah. or add some two percent extra energy to that conversation. They be, they could be like, oh, like do you run often? And now all of a sudden, it creates some sort of spark in the conversation, mm-hmm. right? And there's something that they can connect on. Mm-hmm. So that's like the first thing I like to do when I'm talking to new people. Mm-hmm. Like at least show them energy, and hopefully they can reciprocate it back. Yeah, and tying that back to the tiny universe mindset is that in order to get you know you know, to peek into somebody else's universe is you got to let them into yours, mm-hmm. right? You ask the good questions, but unless it's like a formal interview where this person <laughs> is like, you know, yes, I'm going to tell you about my life. You know, a lot of people, you need to, you know, give out vulnerability before yeah. you like receive it. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're more open with them, they'll open up more with you, hopefully. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. So what other what other like rules or practices do you follow when you're like meeting new people? I think body language is a huge part. There's like some quote. It's like whatever. Ninety percent of like your conversation is your body language. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I don't know if it's like totally 90%, but I think body language plays a big part. Like making somebody else feel comfortable by like, you know, sitting back or like just turning towards them and giving them a time of day. Like mm-hmm. I've noticed, you know, if you pull out your phone or like you look away for one second, they'll just do what exactly, like they'll look away for one second and then boom, that conversation's lost. But if you can like, you know, maintain some good eye contact and like show them that you're actually engaged, like lean forward. Some of these like body cues, tell them that like you're actually interested in hearing about what they talk about and then they'll be more open to talking about it. Yeah, and like some of these are so subconscious, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't really realize we might be looking at our phone or looking away or interrupting or something like that. So if we can be a little bit more conscious about it, then it, I feel like the conversations could flow a lot better. Yeah, and and another thing that's cool is when somebody like intentionally puts effort, like when you notice somebody putting effort into having, like listening to you. Like for example, I noticed before, like you saw your phone, it went on, and you put it in your pocket when we were talking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, hell yeah. Like, he actually wants to, like, have a conversation rather than, like, being distracted. So there's, yeah. like, some ways where you can, um, like, prevent your future self from, like, making that subconscious act and then, like, kind of, eh, yeah, hinders the conversation. That's a great point. One thing that's, like, um, helped me get deeper with people in conversations, whether there are people I've never met before or people I've been friends with for a while, is asking them more questions about what they value rather than just like situational based, right? Mm. So I, I learned, I realized this a lot when I was going through recruitment, where when I was a little freshman, like I would always, like during these recruitment um, uh, events, I would always ask those kinds of questions like, oh, like how has technology impacted your industry? <laughs> and like <laughs> things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like what is, what are the hours like? And things that is, or like what's the recruitment process? Yeah. They don't, they don't, th- that's not really connecting with their values because you're just asking them questions that like, Number one, either you can Google yeah. or that just don't relate to them, right? Mm-hmm. Versus asking them, what's your favorite memory been during your time at this company? Mm. Now they'll be like, hmm, that's a good question. They'll sit back and think about that's it. That's like right? one of my favorite things when somebody asks, when, when I ask somebody a question, like, hmm, that's a good question. Then you know, then you know you hit it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But that's like something I've tried to be more conscious about. Like, don't just ask them questions that are irrelevant to them and only relevant to you. Mm. Make sure you're asking them questions that directly relate to their experiences or what they care about. Yeah. You know what you kind of like triggered? Something that I realized when I was studying abroad um, is that a lot of Americans will ask like, the th- so, you know, whatever, they'll ask, how are you? All right, this is like the kind of like the American <laughs> conversation playbook. It's how are you? I'm good, how are you? And then it's, you know, what uh, maybe something situational about your day. And then like the, within the first five questions, it's what do you do? Like, yeah. what is your job? Like that, and, and when I was in Europe, not a single time, I was really? at like countless hostels. You know, I probably talked to like hundreds of people. Never did I like, you know, it was an hour into the conversation or maybe sometimes it was related like they were on a trip for their school or something. Mm-hmm. But like I wouldn't learn what they did. Um, in terms of their job. Yeah, in terms of their job uh, for like the entire conversation. Wow. We would just have a conversation that was related to the topic. And so then it like, you know, opened up a few cool things. It was like one... We didn't go down this like typical playbook of like, oh, how do you like your job, whatever. Um, but then two, there were like no, um, there were no, I, I don't know how to say it, but like basically, right, somebody will, uh, I'll describe it. So like if yeah. somebody describes their job, says their job, immediately you think of like a few assumptions. Oh, yeah. Didn't let me make assumptions about somebody else. 
right? If they, you know, if they're like, I'm, I'm a teacher, I'm a consultant, immediately I'll like make some... Associate them with yeah, the general right? industry. Or... Versus if I don't even know what they do, I can only take them at like what they say. Wow. Which is a lot cooler. It like opens up a little bit more freedom for um, learning from them or just like having a good conversation. So if that's like so embedded in our American culture, when you were meeting new people in Europe, what would you ask them? Like mm. to connect with people who are like Spanish or that you didn't have as much on the surface in common with, how did you kind of get deeper with people or how did you connect being from a completely different culture? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's always those like intro primers, right? And like traveling in Europe, the easiest thing is like talking about your travels in Europe, right? (laughs) So there's like kind of a a really nice built-in conversation that is similar to like what you do in America, that type of questions like, hey, what countries have you been traveling to? Yeah. Like, what are some of your favorite memories? So that's pretty easy. But I think it goes back to what we were talking about, right? You ask a one intro question and then you just like keep asking questions that relate to that and like subtly hint at like their values, right? Like you want to figure out what they're interested in, why they're interested in that, or like mm-hmm. why they came to like, you know, believe the things that they believe and, and hinting at those like more core um, core values or core beliefs that they have or I don't know what, what makes them interesting, like yeah. figuring out what makes them interesting or what they are an expert at that I'm not an expert at is like really interesting to me. Cause I love hearing an expert talk about what they're in, into. Yeah, learn a lot. Um, now that you're back in America, are you still in touch with some of the people you met in Europe? Yeah, actually this one guy, Alex, he's coming to U of I. Uh, really? Just Paris. to visit you? Uh, yeah. Visit me and a few other people. Yeah. He's coming on the, the 10th of the December. So you'll get to meet him. Wow, pretty neat. Who were like some of the other interesting people that you met abroad that you thought were like mm. um, that you could connect with? Yeah, uh, I remember there's this one guy in this hostel in Rome who was like a geneticist. He worked in genetics, and we got wow. into this. Where I okay, where I tell you, I guess I didn't know what he talked about or what he, what he did. <laughs> Whatever, you can break some rules sometimes. Um, but it was fascinating to hear him talk because he had this like very in depth genetic point of view of like humans are fundamentally different. Like some humans are fundamentally like better suited to do some things than other humans. Mm-hmm. And in, the, in like American culture, it's like, no, everybody is like, you know, I, or at least I pushed back or I thought like, no, anybody, I, I truly believe anybody can do anything. And he had this very nuanced view where it's like, yes, to a certain extent, like at a certain point, it's like this person cannot learn like deep math. Or this person cannot be like a great creative. Um, and he had this like very scientific way of thinking about it because he'd worked in genetics. He's like, nah, bro, there's like literally there's genes that, you know, people are different that make people different. And that's not a bad thing that like somebody's worse at something than another. It's just like they're unique. And as a result of being unique, you have some strengths and, and you have some weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a perfect example of what <clears throat> you were talking about earlier with like everyone has their own, everyone's living in their own world and they mm-hmm. have their own unique perspectives to share. So like you probably didn't know too much about genetics and you talking to this guy, you heard a completely different perspective on how things are done, right? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so where can people find you to learn more mm. about? All right, we're wrapping fancy. it up. So, so everybody, let's, let's do a quick recap. So how do you, how do you talk to anybody? Um, you first adopt the tiny universe mindset. Everybody is completely interesting because they live in a completely different world than you live in. Um, and their reality is different. And your job is to figure out like, what is their reality like? And how do they form that reality? 
um, because it's different from you and it's, as a result, interesting. And you can learn more from them. You can start that conversation by, you know, asking them what they like to spend their time on or some like more in-depth questions, um, like what is their favorite memory? Like asking favorites, asking like what is the best, what is the least, asking these things on the extremities, like best, least, worst, most type mm-hmm. of thing, I, I think usually lead to good answers rather than like the broad playbook. Or if you do end up in the broad playbook, have your answers um, be a little bit more vulnerable or open up the door to your universe and uh, thereby like, you know, invi- invite a good conversation in and use some body cues um, to show a person that you're actually interested in them by like turning your shoulders toward them, putting your phone away, leaning in, making eye contact, stuff like that will make Love a big it. difference to help you talk to anyone. Definitely. If you want to. F- yeah. You and on some? this note, I mean, I was about to intro your newsletter, but you go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, so you want to find me, I'm Luke Clancy, Luke Clancy on most social media platforms. Um, but you should check me out on Twitter. It's Luke underscore Clancy one. I post a lot of, uh, thoughts about crypto and, and copywriting in life. And Huge I Web3 also, guy. yeah, yeah, kind <laughs> of, I'm in it for the tech, in it for the tech, not for the <laughs> trading. It's cool. Um, and I write a newsletter called, uh, your mindset matters or it's called breadcrumbs, but like the overall thing is your mindset matters. And you can check that out at your mindsetmatters.substack.com. Or go on my Twitter, it's the pin post. Or go on my Instagram at Luke Clancy. It's in my bio. It's five minutes. You learn how to uh, improve your mental health and achieve your goals through actionable habits, questions, and principles. And a few good content resources that I like. Sweet. It's great talking to you, man, as always. And I will put all of Luke's information in the description here. Um, but take care until next time. Boom. That's a podcast. All right. Thanks for hanging out. As you may know, Jacob and I are new to the podcast game, and we want to make this experience as best as possible for you. So if there's any specific topics you want to hear us talk about on the pod, feel free to fill out the form in our description. Anyways, this is Rohan. And this is Jacob. Thanks for listening. If you have any friends who you think would enjoy this podcast, it would mean the world to both of us if you shared it with them. See you next time. See ya.